Welcome to Music Talks, where we embark on musical journeys that transcend time, delving into the stories that have shaped civilizations. I'm Huang Rei. Have you folks heard of a traditional Chinese musical instrument called the zheng? It's a generic term for a long, plucked string box zither that has a profound history. People today may also know it as gu zheng, the ancient zheng. It's one of the best-known instruments to people in China, receiving immense popularity. What you're listening to now is a song called Scenery of Spring, or Chunryujinghe in Chinese, performed by Guzheng artist Shang Jingya. It's a melody composed for this delicate musical instrument. Zheng's roots can be traced to various early Chinese stringed instruments dating back to the Warring States period, which was between 475 to 221 BC. The great Chinese historian Sima Qian, who stated that in the period before the Qin Dynasty, about 2,200 years ago, the Zheng was already a popular instrument that was typically used to accompany vocal music. The first zheng consisted of five strings, a zither-like body, and was played by using one's hands. Later, more strings were added, from 12, 13, to 14 and 16 strings. Wang Yingrei, associate researcher of the Chinese Academy of Arts, explains that the Zheng has had several glorious periods during its more than 2,000-year development. And the first peak was during the Han and Wei period. 
During the Han Dynasty, the Gujiang underwent significant changes in its design, which greatly improved its performance and playing techniques. It started to gain recognition and was known for its bright and clear sound, making it suitable for playing new music. In 19 ancient poems, there's a line that says, Strumming the Guzheng, the sound is lively and enchanting, with new melodies entering the spirit. In the annals of the 16 kingdoms of the Han Dynasty, the great emotional power of the Zheng was described as sad songs can make the joyful shed tears. changing the melody can make the mournful dance. The second peak of Zheng's development emerged in the Tang Dynasty. It was a pivotal period in the history of the Zheng where it became a well-established and highly regarded instrument in the cultural and musical landscape of ancient China. Wang Yingrei says its development during this time laid the foundation for its continued significance in subsequent dynasties and throughout Chinese history. By that period, the Guzheng had 13 strings. Its volume, tonal range, and expressive potential made it an essential instrument in imperial orchestras and ensembles. Many depictions of the Zheng can be found in cave paintings, often occupying a central position in musical ensembles. Apart from the imperial clan, the Zheng was highly praised by literati as well in the Tang Dynasty. Renowned poet Bai Zhiyi was known to be passionate about music, and his enthusiasm was mainly due to the Zheng. He wrote about 20 poems to express his admiration for this instrument. In around 818, Bai Zhiyi was sent to distant Chongzhou, Sichuan, in southwest China. There, Bai began to learn the Zheng. He believed that the Zheng was able to create 10,000 sounds of nature. In his poem, Night Zither, he wrote, Purple sleeves, red strings, during a bright moon. In the dark, playing alone, bowing my head. Strings cease, figures rest, all sound stops. Having deep feelings, 10,000 times over, repeat. In addition to the success of the Zheng within China, it had significant influence overseas at the time too. The Tang Dynasty was a period of significant cultural exchange between China and neighboring regions and the Zheng's influence extended to these places, including Korea and Japan. According to the Samguk Saki, a history of the Three Kingdoms of Korea, the Gajajan was developed around the 6th century in the Gaja Confederacy 
by King Gassel after he observed the Gu Zheng. He ordered a musician named Wu Rak to compose music that could be played on the instrument. While the Gaja Zhem has 12 strings made of silk thread, the Gu Zheng has 21 strings made of metal. The Gaja Zhem player performs a vibrato technique, the gentle bending of the string to create a wavering effect on the sound wave. The Gu Zheng, on the other hand, creates sound by doing rapid alternate picking. Ma Mingchang from Jinin Normal University presents a piece of traditional Gajajan folk music, Doraji Tarion, the song of balloon flower.
As was the case for many ancient instruments, the zheng was subsequently reformed. The revolutionized zheng uses the 16 silk string zheng as a basis for development and adopts the characteristic features of other zhengs, increasing the number of strings used to 17, 19, and then finally 21 in the 1970s. Changes like these greatly increased the pitch range of the instrument, as well as improved volume range and contributed to the creation of hybridized folk tonal colors. This reformed zither is widely known as the guzheng. The development of the 21-string S-shaped guzheng and innovations in playing techniques have had a significant impact on the instrument's contemporary music and design. At the 2022 Lantern Festival Gala, Chinese female astronaut Wang Yapin offered a zero-gravity musical performance in the Chinese space station. She played a traditional folk song, Jasmine Flower, or Mo Li Hua in Chinese, with the instrument. Sounds pretty neat to hear the sound of guzheng from space, doesn't it? That was only a brief section out of the whole song. Now, let's give a listen to the whole piece.
Since the 1990s, people have been learning the guzheng as a hobby, and the enduring appeal of this musical instrument has kept attracting new learners. The younger generation in China has been inspired to learn about this traditional musical instrument. Zheng Zhiyi is a third-year undergraduate at Sichuan International Studies University, but she's also been a guzheng learner since the age of five. I remember I was in grade two that year. I was just starting school, but because of the earthquake, we had to take classes in the basement. I recall that it was in 2008 after the big quake when I just started elementary school. The students could only have lessons in those wooden cabins, and I saw some senior schoolmates were rehearsing guzheng performances. I just thought the instrument was so beautiful, and the sound of it was so pleasant to hear. I asked them if I could feel the guzheng, and they let me. That's how I got into it and wanted to learn more. So my mom started sending me to take guzheng lessons. At the age of ten, Zheng Zhiyi got the Level Ten Certificate, or the Performance Diplomatic Level, which is the highest that one can get. But behind the great honor was also great effort. She says, as a kid, there have been challenges along the way. The practice of fundamentals is very tedious and monotonous. It involves continuously repeating some simple melodies with a basic rhythm through a lot of practice to develop muscle memory. So I spend at least an hour every day practicing the fundamentals. However, for a five-year-old child like I was, when other kids had already finished their homework and gone out to play, after finishing my homework, I still had to practice the guzheng. Tasks like changing strings and cleaning the instrument are usually done by ourselves. Using wound strings can be dangerous because guzheng strings are nylon wrapped with steel wires, and sometimes the steel wires can protrude when the strings are used for a long time. When we change strings, it's easy to get our hands pricked by the steel wires. Also, most people who learn the guzheng go through the process of developing calluses and blisters on their fingers, and these blisters would break and bleed during practice. But eventually, they turn into very thick calluses, and you no longer fear playing any piece. Playing the guzheng requires using nail tips wrapped with adhesive tape. After extensive practice every day, my hands can get pretty sweaty. When I remove the tape, the area it was bound around might become pale and uncomfortable. But it's fine after a while. All of these processes are quite painful and can be tough for me. However, every time I make a bit of progress, I feel that all the efforts I put in are worth it. Zheng Zhiyi went on a school trip to Thailand. In her fifth year of elementary school, at a local school there, she gave a guzheng performance as part of a cultural event. I played a solo repertoire, "Battling the Typhoon," which is a piece of music with great emotional fluctuations. So after I finished playing, I remember there was thunderous applause from the audience. Even after I went backstage, many Thai students came to take photos with me. They also tried playing the guzheng with guzheng brackets. They said they really liked this instrument and thought it was so interesting.
This is the piece battling the typhoon, as Zhang Ziyi mentioned. Of the Chinese zither is inseparable from both excellent guzheng performers and craftsmen who protect traditional Chinese musical instruments. Guzheng are assembled from shaped pieces of wood that have been cut, dried, and heat treated to enhance their visual and acoustic beauty. Typically, the soundboard and backboard are shaped from various woods. The frame of the instrument is built in steps, and then the overall instrument is assembled. This enables the guzheng makers to balance sound quality, looks, and overall expense at different levels for different musicians. Shen Zhengguo, special researcher at the Oriental Musical Instrument Museum of Shanghai Conservatory of Music, explains how a zheng is made from scratch. He points out that the bridges, the roughly triangular or pyramidal supports that lift the strings off the soundboard, are the most time-consuming to make. The production cycle of a contemporary zheng is generally two to three months, with more than 30 processes. Among them, the time used for debugging and stress balancing accounts for the majority, which takes about one month. 
It takes three to ten years to reserve the materials for making real semi-finished products, with the preparation time for the bridges of the Zheng being longer. We realize that it's best to wait for ten years until the plastic in the bridge is oxidized, forming many holes that can produce a good diagonal effect. So everyone has a consensus that the most expensive thing is not precious materials, but the aging time of the wood. To wrap up today's show, let's enjoy a song named Water Lotus or Chu Shui Lian in Chinese, performed by Guzheng artist Shang Jingya. It's one of the representative pieces of the Guzheng. The song has a modest pitch and elegant style that depicts the pure and dignified manner of the lotus remaining unaffected by the mud it blossoms from. of Chinese musical instrument reveals a rich cultural tapestry that continues to captivate us. Stay tuned for more fascinating insights into ancient Chinese music in future episodes of Music Talks. Until next time, bye.